You are now listening to Divine Deliverance Christian Center. We are located at 1807 County Street in the beautiful city of Portsmouth, Virginia, right across the street from the Social Service If you are looking for a church home, you can find us at 10 a.m. on Sunday mornings for a Sunday school and at 11.30 for a Sunday service. If you are someone that is wishing to join the music department, whether that be instruments or singing, you can contact Anthony Pierce at 757-582-1331. We hope that you get something out of this sermon today, so sit back and enjoy.
dear God, to your people. That those that may hear, dear God, will see you as the holy God. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. There's none like you, Lord Jesus. None like you, Lord. And I say thank you. I say thank you, dear God. ever been in a situation, have you ever been in a time when you just had an opportunity to just sit before the Lord and just worship Oh, just to tell him hallelujah. To say, Lord, I worship you today. And as you continue to say hallelujah, and as you worship him, as you just meditate on him,
to let go of the pain. And Lord, I, I, I thank you. I, I worship you even in the midst of what I'm going through, even in the midst of death, in the midst of triumph, in the midst of having the bad news. Just, Lord, it doesn't matter what I may be going through. I'm just going to worship you. I'm just going to worship you. I'm just going to bless your name. I'm just going to lift you up. Because I know that I can't fix it. And sometimes we try to fix it. But if we just get in the presence of God, if we just begin to magnify his name, begin to come in and just feel his presence and know that it's just a matter of telling him thank you. Oh, just lifting him up. Just saying hallelujah to your name, dear God. Just saying, Lord, I thank you, dear God. Lord, I know you're able, dear God. I know there's nothing too hard for you, dear God. I worship you today, dear God. I say holy to you, Lord Jesus. I lift you up, dear God. I feel your presence, dear God. And just, just tell them thank you for, I feel your presence. I feel your power. I feel and I know that as I worship you and as I praise you, as I lift you up and as I say hallelujah, as I say thank you Jesus, as I begin to meditate on the things that have gone on in my life and how I didn't know how I was going to get out of it, how I was going to get through, but it was you. It was you. I didn't think that I was going to live through it, but it was you when I say hallelujah. And when you start to look at the things that he's brought you through, it just gives you the power. It gives you the strength. It gives you, it makes you stronger to know that whatever I may be going through, whatever situation might be holding me down, whatever may be on my heart, whatever may be on my mind, Lord, I know you got me through that. So I say hallelujah because you're going to get me through this. You're going to get me through the next trial. You're going to get me through the next circumstance. So I say hallelujah to your name, dear God. You are worthy, 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 you are worthy. You are worthy. You don't do nothing else, dear God. You want us alone. 
is worthy to open the book but the Lamb of God, but Jesus. And, the, and in, the, in the book, it shows so many things. But I want to talk about this eighth chapter, this eighth verse, where it says, and the four beasts had each of them six wings about him, and they were full of eyes within and they rest not day and night, saying, Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, which was and is and is to come. And when those beasts gave glory and honor and thanks to him that sat on the throne, who liveth forever and ever. Nobody else is going to live forever and ever sitting on the throne. Our Lord sitting on the throne and they're giving him this honor. The four and twenty elders fall down before him that sat on the throne and worshiped him that liveth forever and ever and cast their crowns before the throne saying thou art worthy Oh Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. For thou hast created all things, and for thy pleasure they were created. We were created for the pleasure of God. We were created for the pleasure of God. I wanted to see a picture, a replica of what it looks like. To have the 24 elders 
city. And then you have the four beasts with the six wings, eyes on the front and eyes on the back. And the splendor of the glory of God. And they bow before him. They prostrate themselves before them, knowing that he alone is worthy. He, is a, he alone is the one that we give honor to, saying, holy, 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 that when we come in the presence of God, it is a holy time. When we do the things that he would have us to do, it is time to be holy and declare his glory, declare his sovereignty, declare his majesty, honoring him. How often do we honor how often do we take the time to just think about the splendor of the God that we serve? This is man's replication of what it looks like. But can you imagine the wings going? Just giving him glory. Just giving him honor. Just saying holy, holy, holy. Can you imagine the 24 angels bowing down prostrating themselves, laying at the Lord's feet, giving him the glory, giving him the honor that he so richly deserves. God is calling us to worship him, to magnify, to honor him, to lift him up, to give him this honor that we need to be given him, to think that here you take this time to tell God, Lord, we honor you, we worship you, we adore you for the things that you have done. When you start to think about these four um, creatures that are surrounding the throne of God, each one of them have a purpose. You have one is the lion that talks about that symbolizes supremacy. One is the ox that symbolizes strength. One is the man that symbolizes intelligence. And the other is the eagle that, swim, that, that symbolizes swiftness. We have our God that he gives us intelligence. He gives us strength. He gives us the ability to do things because the Bible talks about how we can soar at, with wings as eagles. We can fly and do the things that he has called us to be able to do, but we have to be willing to give him the glory. We have to be willing to honor him. We have to be willing to say hallelujah, hallelujah and holy to the Lamb of God, holy to the Lamb that was slain. Why? Why did he send his son? He sent his son because because he loved us so much. So he sent his son. So worthy is the Lamb of God that is able to open up the scroll. Worthy is the Lamb of God that is able to see what is going to come to pass. As we learn about the Word of God, whatever we see, we still need to cry, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. We need to continue to honor him and glorify his name and give him what he deserves, the splendor 
of the glory that that when we come into the house of God when we come together and we say holy 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 when we cry out to him and we say hallelujah and thank you Jesus what is he going to do he's going to come and see he comes to see what the people are doing he comes to hear the holy 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 and the honor that he is given when we come and we honor him we feel his presence we feel his power he gives us strength when we learn to worship and praise his name even when we feel that we are weak he gives us the strength and he makes us strong enough to be able to go through there are things that we have to go through but we have to recognize and honor our Lord and Savior for the things that he is able to do we are supposed to glorify and honor God um, the, the angels and the, the uh, elders, what did they do? It said that they worshiped and magnified him day and night. You know, they did not require sleep. So they're able to do that. But have you ever, have you ever went to sleep with the Lord on your mind, giving God praise and woke up still saying hallelujah, thank you Jesus. Hallelujah, thank you Jesus. I've gone to sleep with prayer on my heart or reading something and I've gone to sleep saying hallelujah thank you Jesus Lord I'm praising your name and I wake up in the middle of the night still waking up with the praise waking up with the praise not allowing the things and the cares of this world to interfere with my worship not allowing the cares of the world to interfere with my praise. Seeing the things that God is doing and how we are even talking in Sunday school. How everything, when you start looking at Abraham and the things that, and, and Jacob and um, Israel and all of the things that happened to them. What happened to Joseph and how he was sold and all of these things. We have to come to the realization that there is a plan for each one of our lives and we're going to have pitfalls and we're going to fall into holes that Satan has, has, has dug for us. There are going to be pitfalls. There are going to be things. There are going to be struggles. There's going to be sadness. But just to know that I can continue to worship and praise God because there is a plan that I'm going to come out of. There's a plan that God has. We look at our situations and they seem to look so bleak sometimes. But know that you can cry holy, holy, holy. Know that you can honor God the Father. Know that you can look to him as the one that is able to do all things and to bless you and to keep you. They show the supremacy of who God is, the strength, the intelligence, the swiftness of our God. He will give us what we need, what we think that we can't do, what we think that we can't learn. You can learn whatever you want to learn if you pray and you ask God to give it to you. You pray and you pray and you thank him. Thank you, Lord, for giving me the skill. Thank you for giving me the knowledge. Thank you for giving me the understanding to do the things that I need to do. My body's not as fast as it used to be, but Lord, you give me the strength and the swiftness that I need to be able to overcome, to be able to accomplish anything that Satan, anything, any obstacle that is in my way. They show that all of nature owes their worship to God. Who do you owe your worship to? 
We owe our worship to God. There is nothing that man has done for us so wonderful. If, if man has done something for us, it's only because God has placed it in their heart to do something on your behalf. So we don't give honor to man, we give honor to God. We give glory to God. God is the one that put people on, on our hearts and, and, and on your hearts. When your name is called, it's because God has called your name. And so you have to say, Lord, help me, help me to know that it's not man that is blessing me, but it's you that is blessing me through the man. It's you that have allowed my name to be called. It's you. My name rings on the inside of somebody's ear that they are calling my name. But why? It's not because I deserve it. It's not because I'm the best qualified. And sometimes you're not even qualified, but because of the God that we serve, he put our name in people's hearts, that our names will be called. All of the beings of nature stand before God, praising him. Why is it so hard for people to give God the praise? We have people that's going through devastating times. But the Bible says in everything, give thanks. But this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. In everything, we need to continue to worship God. Lord, I, I don't have what I desire. I didn't get what I wanted. But Lord, you still worthy. You are still worthy of the glory and the honor that I have to give all the world, both animal and man, are represented in the four living beings in this worship, day and night, crying out to him. Sometimes we've got to cry out to him day and night. Sometimes we don't feel like it. You got to cry out to him. You got to decide, Lord, I'm going to call on your name. Lord, I need you. Lord, I need you to open the door. Bless, I bless your name, dear God, to just be with me. Help me to get through it. There's some things that we got to get through that only the Lord is going to get us through when they cry, holy, 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 Lord God almighty. All the world is to praise God in his sovereignty and omnipotence. When we know that we serve, who do we serve? We serve a sovereign God. We serve a merciful God. We serve an all-knowing God, omnipotent. That means he has all power, for he's all-knowing. All he knows everything. He's present everywhere. That's the God that we serve. So everybody should be serving. Everybody should be worshiping the God that knows all things. I know that thou canst do everything and thou and, and that thou thoughts can be withholding from thee. God knows everything. That's Job. God knew what Job was going to be going through. But every step he was with him. And because Job made, remained steadfast he was blessed. We got to remain steadfast in knowing that God is able to do anything. 
God is able to do everything that he's going to bring us out. Are you in a situation and do you know that God is going to bring you out? If you don't know that you're in a situation and God is going to bring you out, I'm here to tell you, whatever your situation is, God is going to bring you out. All you got to do is continue to give him glory and honor and praise. Whatever your financial situation might be, God is going to bring you out. You just need to continue to worship and praise his name, knowing that he is the one that is going to be able to bring you out. When, when, whenever you're going through, whatever you're asking God to do, continue to just give him glory and honor and praise his name because he's going to be the one that's going to bring you out. All of the world is to praise God for his external existence. There is none like our God. And you know there's so many people that are talking about God is not real. But if you feel God, how? You can't tell me my God ain't real because I feel him. I know he's working in my life. So you're not going to tell me that the God that I serve is not real. He's real to me because I've seen him do too much in my life. I've seen him open too many doors. And that's why I don't have a problem saying hallelujah. I don't have a problem saying thank you Jesus. I don't have a problem lifting him up because he's been too good to me. I'm not going to listen to people's minds thinking that God is not able. So many people I won't turn to God. People will not turn to God but he is the one that has all the answers. He is the one that has what you need. People need to learn to turn to God. They need to learn to turn to God. When we look at these 24, these 24 elders, they have a function as the elders. They show subjection and subservience. They are subservient to God, magnifying, glorifying his name, being prostrate, laying before him, getting on your knees, bowing down, worshiping him. When we learn to worship him, we're going to see that he's going to do some mighty things. Some mighty things. They fall down before the throne of God. They yield all they are to him. Do we yield everything to them? I give it all to you. I give you my mind. I give you my body. I give you my heart. I give you my hands. I give you my feet that my feet won't go where they shouldn't be going. I give you my hands so my hands are not touching the things that I should not touch. I give you my mind so I'm not looking at the things that are going to mess up my mind. I give you my mouth so I won't say the wrong things out of my mouth. I have to give all of these things. We have to give all of it to God. We have to be subservient. We have to be servants unto him. What a lesson for us. How we must learn how great God is. Do we know how great God is? That he dwells in such glory and majesty and dominion and power that we owe him our lives and our all. That there is nothing that you have that you do not owe to God. There is nothing that you have, nothing in your bank account that does not, that does not, that you do not owe to God. You know, you hear about people that say that they did this and they gave it all to God. And people look at them and they think that they're crazy. But whatever you owe, whatever God tells you, you do what he tells you to do. You give to him as a form of worship. Blessing him is a form of worship. Being a willing to bless others is a form of worship. How are we worshiping God? 
I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. It's reasonable. Are you holy? Are you doing things acceptable unto God? Are we being transparent and, and be not transparent? conform to the world but be transformed are we doing the things that the world would have us to do or are we standing out and, and, and looking like Christ are we doing the same things we have to ask God to take those things from us it's no need in us thinking that, that we're going to take it away ourselves the strongholds that we have the things that we like to do that we know is not pleasing to God you cannot stop doing those things on your own. And, and then you find that if you do them and you feel, you feel convicted, then you have to ask God to take those things from you. Would you be able to say, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty and do the same things that you're doing? If you take the time to worship and praise God before we do some of the things that we're doing, before we say some of the things that we're saying, we'll find that those things will fall away from us. We won't, we won't have a desire to do those things. Why? Because we are presenting our bodies as a living sacrifice. We got to be a living sacrifice. We have to be holy and acceptable. We have to do the things and continue to cry out to him because he's worthy. He is worthy. They worship God as an eternal God. It doesn't make a difference who else is serving, what else they serve. Our God is an eternal God. He alone is our hope for living forever. If we fail to worship him and to worship him in truth, then we shall miss eternal life. We have to worship him in spirit and in truth. In, in John, when Jesus was talking to the woman at the well, he told her, they that worship must worship in spirit and in truth. We don't come together to worship for formal fashion. We come to worship so we can experience the presence of God. We come to worship so we can let the things, the sins fall off of us that need to fall off of us. We come to worship to, to experience him, to feel his presence, to, to come in and to know that there has been a visitation by the Holy Spirit, that the Lord has come in and he has visited us. And when we walk out of the door, there is a different way that we feel. We should not and we cannot come in and feel the same way when we walk in because the Holy Spirit spirit is always here so we can always feel his presence they show the supreme worthiness of the Lord do you know how worthy he is they cast their crowns before the Lord they cast their crowns that the, the Lord has given the right to rule with his overseeing sustained dominion throughout the universe they cast their crowns before the Lord we cast our praise, we cast our worship, we, we give God the praise. We magnify him to show that he alone is worthy. And they acknowledge the truth forever and ever. He alone is worthy. We acknowledge who he is. I acknowledge who God is. I know the God that I serve. I know when I don't do the things that I 
that I should have done. I know when I've been disobedient. I know when I've fallen short. And when I know that I've fallen short, I ask him to forgive me. I ask him to help me because I know when I fall short. I know when I don't do the thing. So when you know that you didn't do the things that God told you to do, are you honest with him and saying, Lord, help me? Because I know what you're telling me to do, but my flesh gets in the way. Our flesh gets in the way. When we can't worship and praise God, when we can't say hallelujah, thank you, Jesus, do you know that is something in our flesh that keeps us from doing it? We ought to be able to say hallelujah. And it doesn't, it, it shouldn't matter that we in church when we go around and we see the blessings of God. When you go in the store and you see something on sale and you knew that it wasn't on sale the last time you went to the store, you ought to be saying hallelujah. You ought to, when you see that you know that your gas bill should have been more expensive and that the next money come and it's not as much, we ought to be saying hallelujah. When you got enough money to pay your bills and, and you got some money left over, we ought to be saying hallelujah. Giving him the glory, giving him the honor, giving him the praise. I, 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 how do we get people to understand that it's not no goodness of your own? It's not because you've done anything. And it doesn't matter if they know Christ. Anybody who is being blessed, when you wake up in the morning, you ought to say hallelujah. You ought to say thank you, Jesus. It was not the alarm clock that woke you up. And people are dying. People are dying every age. So when we wake up, when we go somewhere in the cities that we live in and we didn't get shot, when our children go out and they come back home and without hurt, harm, or danger, it's enough to say, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, because we honor him. Our children, the children are not, our children are not living the life that we desire for them to live, but every day God blesses them to wake up, we need to say hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Because it takes time. We can't expect our children to live the life that we are living because they have to grow into being the women and men that God has called them to be. But while we are praying for them, while we are lifting them up and God is keeping them, God is blessing them, it gives us so much to say hallelujah and thank you, Jesus. Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power, for thou hast created all things. People think that they are responsible for their own existence. You're not responsible for your own existence. It was not you. You are not the one that created you, for God created you. God made your mind. God made you brilliant. People that are brilliant and smart and able to solve problems and people, doctors. Doctors, they don't have, they have learned what science says, but a doctor needs to know who God is in order to know that beyond my science, I need God to heal somebody. Beyond my science, I need God to bless me to give them the right medication. Beyond my science, I need God to guide my hand in the operating table. But sometimes you get doctors that think they believe that they're the gods, but they're not the gods. They're not the gods. They have to understand that it is God that guides you. It is God that guides the instrument when you're cutting somebody. 
It is God that is showing you what you need to do when you're giving them the medication because God is the one that is helping. And then when the, when, when, when the doctor gives you a medication and you don't know if you want to take it, then you need to seek God and ask God, Lord, what is it that you would have me to do? Because sometimes doctors give us medications that we really don't have to take. They're just trying to, they're trying to experiment. So if they're trying to experiment, it don't mean that you really have to take that. You know, take what you already know. My doctor wanted to wanted me to take something else, and I decided, no, I'm not going to do that. But, and plus it was $190, so that was definitely going to be out the door. But just to think that sometimes there's things that they just want to try. But we still in believing what the doctor is saying, have to put our faith and trust in God. Don't put your faith and trust in no doctor. They vocally declare the, his worthiness. They praise him uh, as the Lord God of the universe and of creation. When we see God blessing, we have to praise him. We have to praise him. We have to magnify him. We have to glorify him. We have to continue to lift him up. When we look at the, the, the elders, you are worthy, O oh Lord. Can we tell him, Lord, you're worthy. You are worthy to receive the glory and the honor and the power for all things was created. So we know that we were created and it doesn't matter how old you are. That's why we need to train our children to say hallelujah. We need to train our children to say thank you Jesus. We need to train our children to trust in God and believe that God is with them. And then we as mothers, we as fathers who are praying to God, believe that the Lord is going to continue to cover. Why? Because he created all living things. He created us to praise him. We have to know that we were created to praise him. We were created to give him glory. We were created to have a sound of worship. We were created to worship him and him alone. So when we get to the point where we decide that we want to worship things, when we want to worship people, when we want to worship uh, uh, um, gifts and things that we receive, when we want to worship our bank accounts, we need to know that you cannot worship things, you cannot worship man. The only one you need to be worshiping is the true Lord, our Savior, our God, our Father. Give him thanks. Give him glory. And watch how when we have a sound of worship, Watch how when we lift him up in praise. Watch how when we honor him and we give him the praise and the glory and the honor that he deserves, watch how he begins to move in our life. God is going to move in our life in a mighty way. Sometimes it doesn't look like it, but you got to lean and depend on that. You got to trust that that's what's going to happen. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. We give him glory. We, we learn to worship and to have the sound of worship. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. Glory to his name. You are holy, Lord, so holy. You are holy, Lord, so holy. You are holy, Lord, so holy. We 
from Divine Deliverance Christian Center, 1807 County Street in the city of Portsmouth, Virginia. We pray that the word bless your heart and your mind and that it will help you as you go along your Christian journey. Thank you and have a blessed day.